This is the Fantasy Fast Track with Brandon Funston and Brad Evans. Ready, set, go! This is a Fantasy Fast Track podcast presented by MonkeyNightFight.com. Brad the Big Noise Evans here, joined alongside my main flame, Senior Fun Buns, Brandon Funston. And we got to prep you for week number four. We got no Titans, got no Steelers. Uh, so those two teams on a, a an enforced, a quarantined siesta uh, as we're going to see them uh, make up that game that was wiped off the board a little bit later on this season. But we have a ton of action. We got seven games this week, Brandon, with point totals projected in the 50s, according to the sports books that are out there. Uh, but I'm going to present to you a little question here. Who do you think is going to have the biggest bounce back week of guys that have kind of struggled that are sitting tenuously on some of the fantasy benches out there that maybe you want to get in your lineup. Who do you like out of this three-pack of wide receivers? Jarvis Landry against the Dallas Cowboys. Brandon Cooks, the Chef Boy RD of wideouts against Minnesota. Or Hollywood, Hollywood, Mr. Marquise Brown has been a big-time disappointment against Washington. Who you got? Yeah, and it came out this week that Jarvis Landry is not completely recovered from the hip surgery he had, and that gives me pause there. I'm going to go with Brandon Cooks because one thing I've seen about this Minnesota defense is I've seen receivers getting over the top of this defense. We saw a ton of it in week one with the Green Bay Packers. Everybody ate MVS one of the Green Bay's uh, better deep threats. Uh, had a big day in that one, and then last week, Khalif Raymond, I saw multiple yeah. catches with him yeah. going down the sidelines in a manner in which you could envision Brandon Cooks doing the same thing. So I will say Brandon Cooks had a rough week three, but had a nice week two with over 90 yards. Maybe gets back into that range this week against the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah, I think he's probably the best selection out of this triumvirate. I think he could definitely storm back with a vengeance because you're going to draw a lot of Holton Hill in coverage. Really, any Minnesota DB is a favorable matchup. Uh, Hill, especially, 120.6 passer rating allowed so far, 2.07 yards per snap. God, the Vikes are terrible. You know, they left they left the battle axe on the kitchen counter before they left for the actual battle, and they're doing that consistently <laughs> every single week. I do like Landry. I mean, the Cowboys have allowed the 12th most slot yards so far this season, but that hip admission from Alex Van Pelt uh, about Landry. It certainly, you know, says pause right now on him. <laughs> uh, I'm an idiot. I traded after week one, James Robinson for Jarvis Landry. How's that working out for me? Uh, not so well so far. And oh boy, that schedule for Jacksonville <laughs> going forward. You know it. I don't have to say it. You know it all too well. Oh, this is why I drink. I need it for therapy. <laughs> uh, and with that, let me tell you about monkeyknifefight.com because that's where I'm going to have to play because all my season-long leagues are already toast because I'm making idiotic moves. Uh, but what I'm not making moronic moves, it's at Monkey Knife Fight because if you go there, you sign up, you use the promo code FTN, uh, as a new user, you get a free $5 game on the house. It's a really simple game to play. It's props. It's more. It's less on fantasy points, receiving yards, touchdowns, whatever it is under the sun. You kind of parlay them together. You can do it in packs two all the way up to packs five or six. And, of course, the odds go up exponentially from there. And if you hit on some of those longer odds, you get even more cash in your pocket. Go to monkeyknifefight.com and, again, use that promo code FTN to get a free $5 game on the house. With that, let's get to today's Fantasy Five. Number five. All right, let's go to Little D uh, because there's no defense being played. 
in North Texas right now for the Dallas Cowboys. Brandon Funson's second favorite NFL team, mind you. So we're going to giddy up on Michael Gallup of the line here. Four and a half receptions. And Funson, I'm taking the under. Uh, look, ah. I called Michael Gallup last week. I said the breakout performance was going to occur because it was against your Seattle Seahawks. Every, I mean, Cedric Wilson was putting up numbers. They didn't know who the hell Cedric Wilson was until he went up against your Seattle secondary. It's a different story here with Cleveland because he's going to see a lot of Terrence Mitchell in coverage. And you look at Terrence Mitchell, he's got up just a 70.9 passer rating to his assignments. I think it's going to be a heavy dose to CeeDee Lamb. I think Dalton Schultz could surprise in this game. Amari Cooper is going to get his targets. I mean, Gallup's going to have his opportunities. And we love the fact that Dak Prescott throws one of the best deep balls in the NFL. And we know how explosive Gallup can be on some of those chunk gains. I just don't like the mano-a-mano matchup here. And I think it's, uh, you know, that some of the works and some of the numbers are going to trend a different direction. So fade or follow me under four and a half catches for the product of Colorado State. Yeah, you look at that Cleveland defense, you look at that soft underbelly, and you see these slot receivers and, and these guys that work over the middle. And that's that, to me, leads me towards a C.D. Lamb kind of night. I think it's a four-catch game for, uh, for Gallup. So I'm with you. I am going to take the under and follow you on that one but i would still uh give michael gallup a decent chance to put up some decent fantasy numbers on four catches yeah i'm leaving that horse in the stable number four all right so moving on how about terry mclaurin in a game a battle of the beltway here between the washington football team against the baltimore ravens still licking their wounds off that embarrassing showing on monday night against the kansas city chiefs lamar jackson could even crack the century mark and vertical yards, uh, the defense got carved up, and one that was much respected and ballyhooed entering the week. I-, I think Marcus Peters, Marlon Humphrey just signed a huge extension. Uh, Jimmy Smith, they exact their revenge on poor Terry McLaurin. And I'm going to take the under on the proposed yards at monkeyknifefight.com, which is 71 and a half. McLaurin popped up late in the week on the injury report. He was limited in practice with a thigh injury. Uh, he's a guy that's getting appreciable yak per reception. But Dwayne Haskins sucks. Why sugarcoat it? He's terrible. <laughs> he's dead last in deep ball pass rate. He's dead last in adjusted completion percentage. And with this Baltimore secondary, as talented as they are and as peeved as they are about themselves based on the performance last Monday night, I think they take out all of that angst on McLaurin and this Washington team. And that's why I'm under something like four catches, maybe five catches, 60 to 65 yards. That's not going to get you over the 71 and a half number there. I don't think he finds the end zone either. You got to fade or follow me under 71 and a half yards for Terry McLaurin. There's a lot of early alignment on these picks between us because I am with you. I think that this is an absolute palate cleanser for this Ravens defense after last week. It's not really a road trip. You know, it's almost a home game for them there in the beltway. And yeah, Dwayne Haskins has looked awful and uh, who knows? It it could go bad enough that we could see Kyle Allen coming out of this game (laughs) for the, for the team, uh, the Washington football team. So I will also take a slight under with Terry McLaurin, who's close to matchup proof, but Dwayne Haskins dragging him down a bit. Be afraid. Be very afraid of Scary Terry not doing jack for your fantasy team. Number three. All right, moving on. Daryl Henderson. I I don't think you're going to zig from my zag here. Uh, 66 and a half rush yards. That's it. That's a line. That's all, folks. 
Uh, I, am I going to go Porky Pig? Actually, I'm not wearing pants right now, so I guess it kind of does apply. And that that's really going to be the theme song in the background uh, for the opponent of the L.A. Rams because it's the Giants. they got to make the cross-continental trip, uh, which already puts you behind the eight ball. You're trot out of defense. It's given up four-plus yards per carry. Ranks inside the top 12 in most fantasy points, a lot of the running back position. And you're facing this Rams offensive line. That is shoving dudes around, Brandon. Much improved from last year. And Daryl Henderson has got the hot hand right now. Very impressive showing in back-to-back weeks. Three-plus yak per attempt, over a 20-missed tackle percentage, getting it done in the yards-created category as well. Uh, There's so many boxes that he checks. I know that you have been critical of Daryl Henderson in the past based on his running style, the way that he holds the ball high. But I, I think you're going to follow me here on the over 66 and a half rush hours, aren't you? Yeah, well, he can go north-south. And he can, you know, if you not if you don't need too, too much wiggle, he can do the job. And when you got a line that's blowing out holes in daylight for him, like the Rams have done so far in the early going, uh, he's looked great. Because he's got, he's got, you know, he's got the rockets attached to his back for sure. And he's been over 80 yards each of the last two games. I don't expect Cam Akers to play. I expect Daryl Henderson to have the, you know, to push 20 carries again like he did last week against Buffalo. And I am going to follow you once again. Well, let's give it some context here and a little head-to-head. I think we're going to have a little bit of disagreement uh, based on where Henderson ranks in your pecking order. You tell me you would rather have this week and a half point per reception setting. Daryl Henderson or Jonathan Taylor welcoming my Chicago Bears. I'm going to go Jonathan Taylor. I have Daryl Henderson one spot ahead of Jonathan mm. Taylor this week. Okay. So give me the ram it. Rammy. Daryl Henderson. What about Daryl Henderson or David Johnson going up against uh, the Minnesota Vikings? I have Daryl Henderson comfortably ahead of David Johnson. I like David Johnson this week. I got him at RB15, but I also have Daryl Henderson comfortably ahead of him last one what about mike davis of the carolina panthers drawing the arizona cardinals in a game that's gonna take your breath away boom 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 uh henderson or md i have henderson uncomfortably one spot ahead (laughs) of mike davis uh i am comfortably numb on mike davis (laughs) so there you go i'm gonna give uh, davis the nod there at rb10 i have henderson uh, just a couple of spots behind him there. So hopefully that gives you a little con- uh, confidence. And ramming it with Daryl Henderson. Number two. All right. Uh, let's work in another running back. And I'm going to throw out fantasy points for this one. And this is one of the surprise sensations of the early fantasy season. Uh, if you're not familiar, uh, you're living in a cave. His name is James Robinson. He went to the wonderful institution that is Illinois State in Bloomington Normal. And Central Illinois, about uh, 45 minutes uh, northwest of my hometown of Champaign, where the University of Illinois is. Nobody really cares about any of that. But Robinson, his line is 15 and a half fantasy points. And Brandon, I'm smashing the over here. You have to. I mean, James Robinson, so damn impressive, man, on a per-touch basis. Top five in total yards created. 20.8 missed tackle percentage. RB11 with a 3.42 Yak per attempt. He's getting 80-plus percent of the opportunity share. So one of those rare Clydesdales in this timeshare age. And now you get who? The Bungles. They were giving up 5.2 yards per carry to the running back position. And even if this game were to get out of control, I don't think that's going to happen. We know he's script agnostic based on what happened against the Miami Dolphins. Got all those balls. I Actually, I think he had more receiving yards in that single game than he had in four years at Illinois State. 
unbelievably so. Fade or follow me over 15 and a half fantasy points. Oh, my gosh. I'm following you again. I was going to ask you what, what kind of scoring system this was. But PPR. It doesn't really, it's PPR. It doesn't really matter. Even in yeah. half PPR, he's averaging 19 fantasy points per game. And you look at the matchup, it's a better than average matchup against Cincinnati. So you got to assume he's going to clock in at least around what he's been getting for you over the course of the first three weeks. So, yes, I will take the over on this. I actually love this one the best of all the ones that we've discussed so far. Well, let's go head to head. James Robinson or Clyde Edwards Hilaire against New England. Ooh, the rookie showdown. They're not that far apart, uh, but I do have Clyde Edwards-Hilaire just a couple spots ahead. I do not. I have James Robinson one spot ahead. What about James Robinson or Kenyon Drake has been more of a fantasy fake, uh, but he gets Carolina this week. Yeah. I have Drake at number eight. I have James Robinson at number nine. I have Robinson at six and Drake at eight. Uh, what about James Robinson or Rub-a-Dub-Dub Nick Chubb? <laughs> Nick Chubb, seven. James Robinson, nine. I got Rub-A-Dub-Dub at four this week with Kareem Hunt kind of banged up with that groin injury, and I like the matchup against Dallas. Again, Little D. Uh, That was also my nickname in high school. Let your (laughs) mind wander there. Uh, (laughs) And on that note... We'll go on to the next one. Number one. I got nothing there. I just, you know, just cue the sounder. Cue the sounder. That's all we have to do. Oh, that was God. a self-inflicted wound. I, that was. I'm rather proud of it. I, I was laughing at my own jokes. It's what I do on a regular basis. This is how you stay entertained when you're in self-isolation. Ryan Fitzpatrick, 18.5 fantasy points. You know where I'm going. I'm going way over on this one. Again, I cannot believe some of the lines on Fitzmagic, whether it's fantasy points, whether it's passing touchdowns, whether it's passing yards. Do you not realize, the books not realize, has the mathematical equations not figured out how hideous, how disgusting, how forgiving the Seattle secondary is? Oh, oh yeah, that same Seattle secondary is giving up 8.6 passing yards per attempt. Oh, yeah, that same Seattle secondary is giving up over 400 passing yards per game. The total's at 54.5. I think Miami's going to be competitive in this one. Even if it gets out of hand, that's great news for Fitzpatrick's fantasy worth and value. I think it's 353 touchdowns, like 20 rushing. He's going to be a top seven fantasy quarterback. Fade or follow me over 18.5 fantasy points for the Fitzmagic. Yeah, and he's right at almost 18 on the year because he had a dud in week one, but he's been firing away the last couple weeks and has been well over this number. And then you look at this matchup, and I think Matt Ryan and Yahoo scoring anyway. I don't know what scoring system you're using, but Matt Ryan at 24.9 points in week one, and that was the lowest effort against Seattle. Again, 450 over 450 passing yards for two quarterbacks, and even Cam Newton, who's been – Below 170 in his other two games, almost had it was a few yards short of 400 against Seattle. Everybody throws against Seattle. 18 and a half is not a big number to ask for from Ryan Fitzpatrick. I expect it. Let's make it a sweep, an agreement sweep here. Wow. I am taking the over. Well, let's see if we get some disagreement here in another head-to-head. Ryan Fitzpatrick or Josh Allen going against Vegas? I'm going Josh Allen. I got Fitzpatrick at six, Allen at seven. Uh, Fitzmagic or Cam Newton drawing the Kansas City Chiefs. This is a slam it for Fitzpatrick. Ooh, I like that. Emphatic, also a slam it for me for Fitzpatrick. Last one, Fitzpatrick or Deshaun Watson against Minnesota. Eh. Deshaun Watson, eight. Ryan Fitzpatrick, nine. Oh, I've got, again, Fitzmagic at six, and I've got Watson at eight. 
So, see, a little bit of disagreement there. We don't agree on everything. We're not eye to eye across the board, especially about the little D. And I'm going to leave it at that. <laughs> that is a wrap on this edition of the Fantasy Fast Track. As always, follow us on Twitter, me at Noisy Wavos. Follow Funston at Brandon Funston. Drop us a rating and a review. It really helps out our show tremendously. Check out FTNFantasy.com, FTNDaily.com, and FTNBets.com. Use that promo code Evans to get 10% off your subscription today. And also check out Funston's excellent work and his colleagues as well at The Athletic. Until next time, adios amigos!